<laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought you were starting. Uh, I've been used to you doing it for the last two weeks. Shall Hello I- and welcome <laughs> to Euphoria, the podcast where we look back on the great glam and garish of Eurovision past. My name is Isabel Shulman and I'm joined as ever by the delectable Roland Bodner. Hello, Hi. how are you doing Isabel? I'm very well, thank you so much. Good, how are you? I am doing well. I love Probably you. sick of the sight of me by now, we've seen each other <laughs> incessantly for the last week. Uh, yeah, no, it was fun though. I mean, in decent circumstances, wasn't it? I mean, we... Better than decent. We went and got pizza yesterday and, uh, and you, ice cream saw you today we had a port we had a, a not today port in the sun, sunshine yeah. uh, and then something happened the day before that Ooh. Oh, my memory's a bit hazy <laughs> oh, it was, can't yeah. quite remember what uh, it was oh yeah it was fucking eurovision oh, it was yay <laughs> the thing that we've been talking about for the whole lives <laughs> <laughs> it actually happened guys it's it's oh, it's come and it gone it already feels like a distant dream oh it was a beautiful dream though it was fantastic it was quite a bizarre dream but a wonderful <laughs> wonderful dream so um as uh as it was eurovision as it was the greatest night of the year just the biggest best time any of us can ever have uh obviously we're not going to do normal story no. format no, this no, no, week no. we're going to talk about saturday night saturday night it was eurovision <laughs> <laughs> oh god I'll give you a few weeks off from making songs and you've lost Ooh, it I, just, I know oh dear. I just can't hold them in anymore uh so yeah we're gonna have a little a little natter about that aren't we we are indeed yeah. so let's um we'll start oh, off with though i know we normally have red wine but i thought because it was actual eurovision we need yeah. something special yeah so we've got a lovely bottle of prosecco oh, from italy isabel that's very exciting go. do you want me to open it or are you going to do yeah, the honors you've got the pop off, yeah you? go on go on explain to the dear listeners a little bit about um where we spent it yeah so if you haven't uh, if you didn't hear us ranting about this already myself and roland co-hosted a night at the montague arms in peckham with the wonderful South London drag queen portion of fries um, in front of a absolutely packed crowd. It was incredible. It was brilliant. It was so much fun. The, Just the crowd were fantastic as well. Oh, they were vocal. Um, they got really they involved. Got there was really a good involved. mix of people that loved Eurovision, hated Eurovision, and had no idea what was going on. <laughs> and all of them had a great time. Yeah, everyone got really into it. Everyone absolutely loved it. And um, thanks, guys, for. Uh, coming down and enjoying yourselves oh thank you so much to everyone yeah it was yeah. a really it was the best it was probably the best eurovision i've had you know oh, it right. was just i think it, it was, was great mine. uh here we go i can just quickly pop this one off oh. ready oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't, <laughs> that was that so was a... close to hitting the sprinkler <laughs> Oh no, that would have been the end of the podcast. For that would have been hilarious. Oh, here you are. Let's have a quick listen Careful, to the to the mate. fizz. Here we go. Ooh, Ooh mm. that was lovely. There you go. Thanks, Topped love. Top a little bit more in a mo. Very nice. Cheers. Cheers to Happy Eurovision, Eurovision mate. Um, so, are we going to? Should we do some? I mean, what's the news? <laughs> Uh, news is Eurovision happened (laughs) Portugal won Lucy Jones from the UK did the best since Blue Uh, Um, and I'm very proud of her I think we should all be very very proud of her she should be very proud of herself and was hilarious on Twitter afterwards Mm. Um, I mean we're going to go through the news that's the whole podcast is the news so let's just skip straight on to any other business okay any other business you've got control of this this week okay I have two letters both came uh, very uh, quickly after the uh, final <coughs> result of Eurovision happened, um, we have firstly an email from Daniela Noren, who uh, I don't know if you remember sent us an email about her uh, being tired at work oh, and that's yeah. helping her get through. Uh, she sent us another email uh, with the subject line "Another tired but happy email." Oh, <laughs> so uh, always tired, Daniela. Know, get some sleep, love. Yeah, maybe you could. Maybe you've got a. a f- a uh, flea? <laughs> no, oh, no, not a flea. What's a tick? No. Don't some ticks make you tired? Yeah, I, th- I don't think we should be saying our <laughs> listeners have got ticks. I'm sure she hasn't, but always get yourself checked out just in case. Uh, anyway, Daniela, she doesn't have a tick. You don't uh, have a tick, Daniela. <laughs> said, 
Um, I wanted to write this yesterday, but forgot. Also, Daniela, you couldn't have written this yesterday because you said, I'm literally in bed right now after watching the final. And yes, Portugal won! Yeah! Uh, Daniela couldn't get drunk uh, because... Because um, of the tick. <laughs> because, uh, because she has work tomorrow, sadly. Oh. Um, so uh, Dani- I didn't get that drunk, though. No, I didn't either. We polished off a fair few bottles of Prosecco. Yeah, we had a, I wasn't that drunk. We had about a bottle each. Because we had three bottles of Prosecco and then more. And we had four or five bottles of Prosecco between three of us. Wow, that went down really easily. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh yeah, just yeah. <laughs> um, Daniela says, I work at an amusement park in Sweden called Liceberg and make sandwiches and tiny pancakes. Oh! They're called, they're called Platar. <laughs> Send us a pic. I know, I'd love to see a pic of your tiny... No. <laughs> No, 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 Roland, he stopped himself. Usually we aren't allowed to listen to stuff, but we are when we are cleaning the garbage room. Fun times. So we're garbage podcast. Is that what you're saying? Uh, we, no, we're so good. We're so light and happy that we help her when she's doing the garbage. We're the garbage <laughs> podcast. I'll take that. Uh, I'm putting that as the slogan. Yeah. She says, thanks again for a great podcast. And I will keep listening even after Eurovision season. I think well, that's... We, you better do. <laughs> yeah, I know, otherwise... Jesus, that's that's most of our livelihood yeah, is yeah, not yeah. off-season Eurovision. Um, I know, yeah, that's most of the year. It's just not It's not <laughs> the three years. So we hope you we hope you all do. Um, we've got plenty more to offer you. You better do. We've got plenty more to offer you. Are you, like... I don't know what's... Trying to tease them in? <laughs> Marketing. Got plenty to offer you. Mm. Mm. We did have another... This was an even quicker turnaround after... Um, the fin- the final of Eurovision, uh, and for this one, I'm gonna need a little bit of background music. Oh, it's the <laughs> Reverend. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> My dad doesn't sound like that. Hi. Just come in from a day out and about to discover that Portugal have won. After all these years of trying, I'm really pleased for them. <laughs> oh, dad. <laughs> And what I love most of all is that Salvador won by simply being himself. No no flashy gimmicks and no trying to be like someone else. Just a simple song sung in Portuguese. Take it or leave it, this is who we are. Well done, <laughs> David. Uh, well, there you go, Salvador. Yeah. Out of all of the praise from across the world, <laughs> you'll be happy to hear that my father approves. Yeah, I think that was a very nice, it summed it up very well, didn't it? <laughs> Bless him. I mean, I don't... <laughs> what was he doing out and about? I really love you. Who knows with my father? Probably just following my mother around. Oh, God, and, yeah. like, <laughs> having orders barked at him to buy a new shed. Or like, I don't know. Oh, well, I'm glad that he had time to come back in and discover Portugal had won. Oh, bless him. Hi, <laughs> Pops. I've not spoken yeah. to them recently, so that's nice to know he's alive. Well, there you go. It's you good had... to know there's communication coming over from Canada. Well, we might be hearing a little more or something from someone later on. Mm. <laughs> Uh, we might indeed. That's all the end of the business. Oh, geez, sorry. No, I was saying, is that it? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so I think we should just crack on and talk about the night. Oh, blimey. Oh, in fact, though, um, before we discuss the final, I think it's only right that we pay our respects to some of our fallen brothers and sisters (laughs) who didn't make it through the semi-finals. So, Roland, can you play some sad music, please? Uh, Okay, let me try and find... Okay. Uh... I think. I think in 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 memoriam. Okay. At the Oscars. Okay, we go. Mm. I mean, that's it's more sexy. <laughs> sexy sad. Se- sexy sad. Can okay. Sex- some people sexy, are. Sexy, some well, people the Eurovision are, is sexy. So. Some people are that sexy. They can be sexy even when they're sad. sad. <laughs> I can't. I'm a horrible crier. <laughs> um. See, so yeah, I'm just gonna just take a moment now to remember. Tamara from Georgia. Oh. Time Bell from Switzerland. <laughs> Jana from the former Yugoslav Republic of Macedonia. I love you, even though you're engaged and having a baby. Claudia from Malta. And most importantly, oh. dear, dear Slavko <laughs> from Montenegro. You will forever be in our thoughts and prayers because even though you were never meant to, I mean, literally you were never going to beat Portugal. None of you were going <laughs> to no, win, let's no, be honest no about this. Was. You deserved your time to shine on the big stage at the final, and it was ripped away from you. Yeah. 
Especially Slavko. Especially Slavko. I mean, genuinely, all I'm really talking about is Slavko right now. <laughs> I'm really rather angry about Slavko. <laughs> well, I'm sure, I tell you what, we can be Slavko reporters. I'm going to keep an eye on whatever Slavko does in the next year to oh, ever. Slavko, it's London Pride oh on like, God. I think it's like July 10th this year. Come over. I think we can organise that. I think we can do it. We can get in touch with him. Slavko. <laughs> he liked come to he liked pride. one of our tweets, so I'm sure we can get in touch with him. Mm. He's not doing anything else now. Uh, that was one of the best bits of the night. So after the oh after the final ended, we had a Eurovision dance party. So in the same way that in Kiev they'll have gone to the Euro Club. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We created our own Euro Club in Peckham and just played Eurovision hits. Yeah. And everyone went mental. It was the first it was like, the sweatiest. Immediately after um Immediately after Salvador stopped singing the final note, we yeah. put Slavko on. Slavko on straight away. And everyone absolutely <laughs> went nuts. And I feel like Slavko was there in spirit. He's not dead, but like... No. <laughs> he's always there in spirit. He's always there in spirit. Yeah, well, he's going to be part of our Eurovision playlist for, for the Forever. rest of time. Yeah. He's, he's made it in our hearts. Done it now, mate. Yeah. yeah. Made it. Yeah. Um, definitely a lot more so than a lot of the UK entries have. Mm. You're higher on my list than half of them. Yeah. Who's Arthur? There? Oh, half of them. <laughs> Arthur them, did you think? I said, who's Arthur? He's from the 60s. He's from Arthur them. <laughs> Where's my hat and coat? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. The night itself. Yay. Wasn't it exciting? Oh my God. We lost our little minds. <laughs> we really Everything did. was incredible. I've actually written down some of my, um, so what I've done is written down some of my favourite moments of the night. Okay. And some of my worst moments of the night. Brilliant. Okay. So, Are we going in chronological order or order of hated to most loved? I've started with favourites. Okay, Because cool. I like to end with scorn. <laughs> with everything. Yeah. Not, not just podcasts, but All life. All life. I love to end, <laughs> end with a bit of scorn. End it with scorn. So, <laughs> Number one favorite moment of the night. This isn't anything. This isn't it in terms of priority. No, just okay. listing. Just, yeah, you just, just list. I'm just off made the lists. top of your head. Okay. Yeah. Number one. Spain getting no points from the judges and Nathan Trent from Austria getting no points from the public. <laughs> that was a double whammy. Um, double whammy. I was laughing a lot at both it was of those things. Really killer when Austria got it because they were like, "This is in order from lowest score to highest score," and the lowest score was like with no points. Ooh, <laughs> it's like, oh dear. Um, yeah, no, they were our two ones that we pipped for. I feel like we did really well that we pipped for yeah. um, bottom Loserhood. and they both got nil points in both ca- in either category. Yeah, I, I feel like we delicious. did really well. Um, I was going to save this for a little bit later, but I actually have. My fa- there's always one, and my favorite. In fact, in the um, in the semi final, it was Australia with the best bum note, mm. and on the stage we could kind of hear it. But yeah. I've gone back and checked, and my favorite bum note from Uh-oh. the final was oh, um, Spain. Manel Navarro. Yeah. Have you heard it? I remember it on the evening, but play it, play it for me now. I want to hear it it's, again. It's better than you than you remember. Here we go. Let's have a listen. <laughs> not good i remember it really clearly now because everyone in the crowd would go Ooh. <laughs> oh no mate as we said on the night though as we pointed out yeah. on saturday night australia hit that bum note in the semi-finals oh, yeah. and he then didn't do yeah. that note yeah. in the finals lost a lot of respect for i mean i didn't have much respect for him we had no place. respect for him anyway <laughs> but um at least manel went for it although that was that's horrendous yeah that's really bad yeah Served to um, get really like um a lot, there were a lot of things on Eurovision night that just made me think, yes, Eurovision has got it right. And the people who watch Eurovision are all brilliant and, <laughs> and great minded people, yep. jury and public alike. I just think that people know what's good, know what's crap, can see through a lot of the bullshit. They, they do, don't they? Like um, the Eurovision crowd, the Eurovision watching crowd. Yeah. Oh, they are a savvy, savvy creature. Yeah, and I w- always worry. And I think maybe, you know, like with the Norway one, I'm like, oh, maybe people will be, you know, fooled into liking it because they'll think, nah. oh, it's like what the... Co-. Nope, nah. no sorry. No, we're not having that. We're not having that stupid hat-wearing nonsense. <laughs> None of that. Go on, what was another favourite bit? Let's. Uh... Another favourite bit? 
when uh, Belarus made out with <gasps> tongues Holy at the end of their shit. performance. A lot of people thought they were brother and sister. <laughs> I know, I thought about that because everyone did think they were siblings yeah. and they start, until they started making out. Yeah. Wouldn't it have been, I mean, that would have been a Euphoria podcast in itself mm. if they had been brother and sister oh my and God. made out of some sort of political statement against oh. incest. <laughs> and it would have been like really misjudged. Oh, like and like maybe like two guys or two girls, but that everyone goes, oh, Oh, no, I think we're okay with the incest yeah, rules. Like, I don't think anyone's <laughs> protesting that. Uh, uh, that was amazing. Just really hot, just like full on made out. Properly made out. Yeah, I saw the so you think they were See, the story I want is that they've been secretly dating for ages oh, and then like couldn't, the and couldn't do it. And then that was their moment to like announce their love to the world. A bit like how Yana announced their pregnancy then didn't make it through. But those guys made it to the final... Oh. And then, and then just decided to kiss. What a great experience as well. What better place can you have a kiss than on stage on Eurovision and Eurovision in front of 200 million people? I make out with anyone on Eurovision stage. Do you think that's a broken world record for making out in front of the most amount of people? <gasps> 200 million, right? It must be. <laughs> it must be. There's no bigger crowd. No. The biggest crowd <sighs> watching a kiss. Someone go and get in touch with Naviband and uh yeah tell them they've, tell won, them. A, they've won a record <laughs> they've there. got a Guinness World Record oh, it was just really hot and they were really just wonderful and I loved singing along to that song that and w- everyone in the audience yeah. really liked that one as well that was one of the crowd was, pleaser yeah and it was an early uh, yeah, one yeah 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 it was, hey, it was an hey. early one and uh and but that com- that was like oh this crowd are going to be into like all of these great songs like yeah. everyone was into it dancing on the chairs <laughs> it was great good work them <laughs> um and third favorite moment of the night uh just Moldova <laughs> as themselves bringing pure unadulterated joy to yeah. absolutely every person yeah. around the world who yeah. watched them perform oh. hey mama that evening I have never seen a happier group of people in a pub like no. the entire pub yeah. was over the moon with whatever was going on I, I, half of them didn't have a clue what was happening <laughs> but loved it anyway but- the just the dancing, yeah. the return of Epic Sax Guy, oh, yeah. the outfit change from the dresses into the wedding dresses. Still, I've seen so it three good. times now and it makes it's me scream so every single time. <laughs> next year, when we do the next Eurovision live show screening, mm-hmm. um, I demand to have a bouquet microphone. Oh my God. Demand Genius, one, yeah. Because it's my favourite thing. I think you should just have one always. How have that not been thought of before? <laughs> it is genius. I'm, I'm sure there must have been... I love it. One before. I love them. Do you want me to do I'm it for so you here? Got... I'll just give you a yes. bouquet microphone. Yes, <laughs> it might please. be a bit muffled. No, the only thing. I'm so happy they did as well as they did. Yeah, they they again totally justified. It. Like yeah. because like a lot of people might look at that and be like, oh, it's another silly Eurovision song. Great song, great dancing. They knew what they were doing. Like their silly like cloppy horse leg and yeah, their... it was all very tongue in cheek. Yeah, but. Was a good, it was a great fun song. It was a really fun song. They did well and justified their position. Performed totally. it really well because this is what it comes down to. As we've said, it's not just down to is the song good. Is you know that you can have personal choices. Bulgaria, for example. I mean, I still can't remember what that song is, and it came no. second. And apparently, most of the world loves it. Yeah. But I, I have no, I can't remember no. it, and I've heard it half a dozen times now. It's not for me. I don't really get it. No. But I'm sure it's wonderful. Yeah. Like it's fine. It had something. It had. There was a reason why people liked and he that. I have nothing it well. inoffensive. He performed it very yeah. well, though he's a very competent performer. Um. Then you look at people like. I mean, we hated Spain. Yeah. Spain was just terrible anyway. Yeah. But that bum note will have actually cost him a lot. Of oh it. my god! Like yeah. that'll be why he did as badly as he did. Yeah. He would have potentially come like fourth or fifth from bottom. Yeah, yeah, If yeah. he hadn't have absolutely screwed the live performance. But how many other people screwed up their live performances? Yeah, very few. Yeah. Well, that is that's the ju- he got zero from the jury, and yeah, that, that is that bum that's note. Why. He might have got a couple of points from the jury, but yeah. he got zero because of poor poor singing technique. Mm. Get I, I was kind of surprised when looking through, re-looking through the the order mm. of oh, yeah. um, the positions where yeah, everyone yeah. came in the final. There were some of them that um, that was actually quite a surprise to look at, like Australia. I mean, mm. 
I'm going to have to stop giving you so much shit because you did give the UK 12 points. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did immediately. Like, Isabel was fuming because she was sure they I were going to really give Italy. I really thought they were going to give Italy the 4 And she 12. was like, effing and jeffing, like, oh, Australia, blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as it was like, United Kingdom, she was like, oh, my God, yeah, great, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, w- I am still, though, surprised Australia came as high as they did. They're in the top ninth. 10. Yeah, they came ninth. And I don't think that was deserved, if in all honesty. It was fine. He performed it fine yeah but it wasn't anything exciting nope i think he got a higher points from the judges he should have done i think the public vote was deserved he got very low public oh, yeah, yeah 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 and yeah. that's yeah. because it's not a very interesting song i mean so that makes sense to me you uh, could say though that you know his technique was good he's like the song might not have been good but his singing might have been good and the notes in the song well, that's what I mean. Notes, like, he, like did, he did well on jury vote. Exactly. That's, yeah. I don't yeah. think it deserves to be as high as it was. I couldn't believe that we were we were only one behind Azerbaijan. I know, and I loved Azerbaijan. Yeah, yeah so I totally. Good, yeah. I was really fine with that, except... We're one above. And then we were also one above Austria. Austria. <laughs> which puts us in a weird position. Yeah. But, I mean, Austria got zero <laughs> from the public. <laughs> so I'm fine with that, too. Two above Naviband. Good, good on you, Lisa Naviband. Jones. Yeah, good on you, Lisa See, Jones. Very, very genuinely very proud yeah we should be in should brexit be years proud. or everyone above, fucking wrote us off we're basically above all of the really shit ones yeah like there's nothing really shit that's higher than us and like is there the, no 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 there's ones i'm not into but there's, there's nothing the really shit that's like france is meh, but it's france they other were never gonna that, do horrendously yeah. other than that she was very beautiful she was very beautiful she was very beautiful <laughs> 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 um yeah, no, yeah, I think we've, we're fine with our position. Yeah, good. It's always going to be a tough year. Uh, worst moments of the night. Oh, here we go. Okay, so this here is we- less a order of three worst moments. Okay. But this is for me, um, it, they all they all culminated onto one umbrella topic. Mm. Okay, okay. One parent topic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is the complete disregard <laughs> for what I believe is unspoken Eurovision etiquette mm, okay okay interesting three things fall is this gonna be that. targeted at specific people that we were with on the night did i do something wrong is it when i burped no, in no, your no, face no 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 <laughs> did you do that, do that. Did, that's disgusting mate no <laughs> nothing in the room mm. everyone at the mm. gig was very very wonderful. lovely very wonderful they joined in they wish they they heckled a little yeah. bit we got yeah. booed when we said our when we said scores they didn't agree with one guy tried to kiss me mm, <laughs> one girl tried to kiss me oh. Check out. <laughs> um, no, nothing to do with the people there in the evening. We had an absolutely wonderful time. The crowd were incredible. Yeah. I loved every single one of them. It was phenomenal. Now, I mean the performers. Okay, yeah, okay, okay yeah. Breaking There's the etiquette rules. Of course. Right? Of course, there should be it a book. It shouldn't need to be put in the rules by Jon Ola. Yeah. You should just uh, fucking know. All right, I know where this okay. is going. <laughs> okay. Number one. Here we go. Do not, <laughs> do not turn up to Eurovision and perform on stage wearing just a coloured jumper. <laughs> Italy's backing singers, I'm speaking to you, okay? Oh. This is not United Colours of Benetton advert no, no. from the early 90s, no. right? This is Eurovision 2017. <laughs> I expect more. For all you parents out there, parents of young children, they look like the Wiggles. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, well, you just looked like, you know when, like, knobhead uni students <laughs> decide to go on a punk roll and they oh, all just, yeah. we're going to dress as crayons so we'll mm. just wear different colours. Yeah, yeah. It looks like that. Knobheads. Yeah, it was really, like... I was so blunt. They just gone and grabbed those jumpers from Primark. So, a lot of people said that Italy... I mean, you know what happened with Italy? They went from being favourites to coming sixth. And uh. a lot of people <laughs> said that throughout the course of the week each performance got less and less like shiny and sparkly and exciting because everyone had seen um, it a million times yeah their first rehearsal apparently the backing singers were really off and mm-hmm. like timing wise not key wise and like it was low energy and people were really worried then they picked it up again but then after the um their semi-final showing that they did um and then the rehearsals following that they made some changes they added rainbows to his jacket yeah. they gave the gorilla a bow tie yeah. and like everyone was just like they're adding too much and it's becoming too much of a thing yeah and like it, it kind of what we said happened it was all happened. a bit of a mess it was really distracting and by that time everyone's like oh it's the gorilla That's, song yeah. and they watched it the reaction from the room was and maybe we primed them a little bit by saying we hate this one but that it was like, no what is interested. this? He didn't yeah. have a great voice. No, no, he hasn't got a good voice. If it was, it was a gimmick, it was a yeah. it was a bad gimmick song, and they made it worse by adding loads of extra crap to it. Yeah. Part of that being 
really shit jumpers. Okay, so fruit noted. Fruit of the Loom jumpers. Yeah, noted. No Fruit of the Loom colour no jumpers. bland yeah. Fruit of the Loom jumpers. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> they were shit. Number two. Okay. Eurovision etiquette. Noting these down. Jeez. Why was no one wearing socks? Oh, this was a thing. Why <laughs> was absolutely no one wearing socks? That, no one stayed at Eurovision. Yeah. Put some socks on, mate. That backstage dressing room must have absolutely stank. So stinky. Stank high. And I, loads of blisters. Either wear socks or don't wear shoes. Yeah, oh no. <laughs> Lucy, absolutely fine. She didn't have socks yeah. on because she didn't have shoes on. It would have been weird if she'd come yeah, on in just on. socks. Yeah, don't come on in just that socks. That would have been weird. <laughs> Although, future Eurovision performance. <laughs> well, maybe. Someone maybe. doing a bit of a risky business style. Ooh. That'd be great. Moldova, <laughs> next year. You can have that idea. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah, have yeah. it. I'm giving That's it to yours. you. Um, yeah, Israel, no socks. Cyprus, I'm pretty sure no socks. Yeah. All of Sweden, no socks. I bet Norway was wearing no socks as well. Oh, he seems like the sort. Just wait till number three. <laughs> okay, sorry. Wait till I'll number hold three. off on Norway for the time being. Um, yeah. no, no socks. What was what, like? Are socks? Is this the thing now? Is well, that what's cool to not wear socks? Are we just not hip enough, Roland? I don't to know. I think it? I think a no socks thing happened maybe three, four years ago. Not maybe, to the extent it is now. Well, on, not on your. No, no I don't mean Eurovision. Vision. Sorry, I mean oh, in places like Shoreditch and places oh, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, that's not socks. right to sneak onto Eurovision stage. <laughs> Get, as we said, <laughs> you are in front of the biggest live audience in the entire mm. world. Mm-hmm. Put some socks on, Think mate. Think about it. You wouldn't wear I that. I don't si- want to see your bare ankles. You wouldn't have bare <laughs> bare feet and shoes to see the Queen, would you? You bloody well wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. They wouldn't let you into Buckingham Palace, and I would know because I've been. Oh, planted you <laughs> <laughs> Of course you have. Dropping uh, that bread. Just, <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that there for you. Okay. No, I mean, like you have certain rules that your mum tells you when you're a kid. You know, well, get socks like, on. Or you wear get, clean knickers. You in fucking case get, you get cold. hit by a bus, and then. <laughs> Do you ever get told that? No, because I don't wear knickers. No, but boy <laughs> version of knickers. Boy knickers. Um, got to wear clean no, pants. No, I never got to get told hit by that. A bus. Because that's tragic. But that's like, not a priority. It's a priority because if don't you get mind. hit... No, it's in like, if you get hit by... Oh, and you're alive? Yeah, you okay. go to hospital and they've got like cut your... Oh, I, well, maybe this isn't what it means, but I always imagine that's what it means. Cut, cut your clothes You've off. Got, like cut your clothes off. You don't want to have stinky underwear on. <laughs> like dirty knickers. It's that's horrible. It's priority. They might, be, they might have been made dirty after the bus hit. Sometimes that happens. Oh, true. I don't... I, I, <laughs> still, just wear clean knickers. Okay, and socks. I shouldn't have to argue with you and about wearing clean knickers. I'm not arguing about that. I always do. But Good. it didn't take me getting run wear over by a bus to convince me. Wear clean knickers and put your me. socks on. <laughs> if I found out any of that... Honest to God, if I found out any of those people on stage didn't have clean knickers on. Mm. <laughs> Maybe that's a thing. Maybe Emily DeForest has also got another thing that she told Lucy to do. Okay. Yeah, so that's my that's my second do I need to, bad bit of Eurovision etiquette. Do I need to brace myself now? <laughs> Third bit of bad okay. Eurovision etiquette. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Norway. Okay, <laughs> just... Norway in general. Just Norway. <laughs> Just no. In general. No this year, way, Norway. There isn't one bit of their performance <laughs> or their act that I can say wasn't bad Eurovision etiquette. I think you're right. I think that they just completely flouted Eurovision rules and then went crying to daddy, Yonola, like <laughs> a week before going, oh, I call him daddy do. too. Oh, God. bet <laughs> 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 you do. Uh, it went we crying. Need, we need the vocal sample and we can't have anyone doing mm. else. Yeah, even off, even Mondo- Moldova had a bit in their song that went, you'd be making burner time before it went, and they cut it. They just had a bit where it went, instead because they know the rules are you can't have backing vocals in the song and they couldn't have someone singing that low uh, Spain for every of all the shit we've given them cut out a bit that was a pre-recorded vocal because they couldn't do it so you know, Norway goes and runs and records a song that they know has to fit in with those rules and, and yet a week it's before it's not a Eurovision goes, song anyway it's not a Eurovision, not a Eurovision song. song he wasn't a Eurovision act no. the song wasn't and this isn't me being Eurovisionist <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Euro I don't know what I'm rev- saying. Revisionist. I'm not being <laughs> being anti like trendy music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I live in Dalston for Christ's sake. <laughs> like, I live in East London. I'm surrounded by pretentious wankers all the time. Like literally on the street. That's him. He's done that. He's brought the no socks to Eurovision. It's yeah. people like him <laughs> that have brought no socks to Eurovision. The song wasn't right. The styling wasn't right. He wasn't right. That bloody joust with the 
in the background with the mask yeah. on wasn't right. None of it was right. Wrongins, a lot of them. We, we taught everyone in the room to say no way, Norway. That was a big shout of no way, Norway. I should have filmed it. I didn't quite film it. When we got through to, every, we had scoring sheets on Saturday night for everyone in the <laughs> audience was scoring. And there was different handicap points. It's score on the look and on the sound and on the yeah. styling. We gave judges points as well. Got around to Norway and we just told everyone to cross it. Cross, cross the line it off. Through. Doesn't count. Cross it off. They don't, they don't deserve to be scored. Yeah. yeah don't yeah, deserve yeah. to be judged. And they, and they didn't. They didn't come. They came, we just pretended they didn't exist after that. They came 10th. Yeah. And they can go <laughs> crawl back to the cave that they came from. The trendy cave with minimalist furniture and <laughs> fucking vinyl records. <laughs> Fuck off, Joust. Oh, <laughs> um, so that was my top. That was my, my best and worst. Oh, mate. that was. I feel that sums up the night pretty well. Yeah. Did um, I miss anything? No, I don't think so. I think, I mean, we haven't yet spoken about Salvador winning. We haven't. <laughs> it was a beautiful thing. That was one of my best moments. Oh, it was great. It was really great. I mean, he led from the beginning and it he wasn't... deserved that yeah, win. It wasn't necessarily like as dramatic as last year. Like last year, I don't think you'll be able to replicate for a long time. Oh God. The, you mean the points at the end? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, God, I mean, that, was, that was heart attack yeah, territory. that was amazing. This year, not so much. It was a bit tight between Bulgaria yeah, and... Yeah, it could have still happened. Um, and Portugal, like, but he was he was clearly leading from yeah. the off. It, and I think it was... I mean, we spoke about it so well-deserved. He's been nothing but... Um, uh, an amazing, a, a, a Eurovision icon from the moment he stepped foot in Ukraine. Yeah. Um, there's been so many reports. There's been things of him wearing SOS refugee shirts and being, you know, controversial, but in a, a lovely way, wearing that. And then, I mean, the EBU said he couldn't wear it because it, it was a political message. And because he's so lovely, he was like, okay, I suppose so. But him and his sister, <laughs> the story of his sister having to sing in the rehearsals because he was yeah. off having surgery because he's unwell. And the just that relationship. they sang it together. They sang the a duet at the so end. so perfect. Very sweet. And I know that a few people have got a bit sniffy about his comments when he accepted the trophy about disposable music. I think, I mean, I think partly it's totally fine for him to say that. I am clearly, come on guys, like I love a bit of disposable music. Mm -hmm. I'm a big pop fan, trashy pop. Um, So I don't fully agree, you know, I don't think it was meant, I'm going to take it as it wasn't meant in the context of like, that music shouldn't exist Eurovision's got shit and that music shouldn't exist anymore but I do agree with him in the fact that you know him and his sister came armed with a beautiful song beautiful composition and lyrics and he is a very beautiful competent very relaxed performer and I think Eurovision does need that right now it did need that it was something new for Eurovision and this is how I'm going to interpret it as well is that we you know again the conversation we were having uh, when we were having a lovely walk on an ice cream the (laughs) other day um, was that actually you know pop music is an art form in itself and there are some people who's whole lives are built around writing mm-hmm. amazing pop songs people like Elton John like amazing yeah. artist and it's po- amazing pop music and he's not saying that they're shit or whatever no. but I think it's about the approach you take to when you write music and if it's coming from an honest place so people like Moldova who went we're gonna write an amazing pop song and we're gonna yeah. do it in a great way and it's gonna sound great and make people happy and smile yeah. perfect People like Salvador, who's like, I'm going to write a beautiful song and it's going to sound amazing and it's going to be about whatever it's about, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know, and that's fine. I think, and, and this is the point, I think he's talking about people like Norway who do it to be trendy and cool yeah, and to yeah, get yeah. points in Eurovision and be a bit different like and it's Spain. not coming from a real place. That yeah, song's Spain. like... Like that is a disposable song. You can get, in the same way that you can have absolutely phenomenal, mind-blowingly brilliant, you know, opera songs, yeah, classical jazz, music... Like, you can have really shit jazz. You can have yeah. really shit classical music. Of course. You can have really shit pop music. Mm-hmm. You can also have phenomenal, mind-blowing, best thing you've ever heard pop music yeah, as well. So, so if he was... Thro- There's a scale there. It, yeah, if he was throwing shade at anyone, it's the people on the night who we all didn't like. Like yeah. the, the, the Australias and the <laughs> yeah, Norways. Um, I mean, we're just imagining... Oh, no, sorry. I mean, Australia. I Austria but, and Spain. And yeah, Spain. Crap and, like yeah, that. but there are, there's a place, and I, I would say that he... Uh, and this is me 
projecting onto him now, yeah. but like he's not out to hurt anyone. No. Like he's not I mean, trying if, to be spiteful. If we find out in the future that he is being spiteful and he does hate all pop music, <laughs> I will be the first to cull him from every universe yeah. list that I have. I mean, he's he's sung a perfectly lovely song, but like you know, yeah. if he completely stands in a shit place and is like, ah, oh, pop music, I don't think he would have entered Eurovision. Like if he entered Eurovision in a malicious way and was like, I'm here to prove everyone that nah, pop music shit, him. he's got he would have, you, man. yeah, and He'll he would fine. he would have been saying that from the start. He wasn't saying yeah. that. He was there to enjoy the music. He's a good boy and we love him. Yeah. Salvador. Yes. Lovely, lovely Salvador. Yeah, 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 we're going yeah. to Portugal oh next year. <laughs> uh, and we're going to we'll try and get him on the podcast. Even if it's just him walking down the street and I was going, Salvador! And he goes, huh? <laughs> That's podcast. what we're aiming for. <laughs> huh? 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 Uh, but he was great and he was everything a winner should be. And I think the end when him and his sister sang was quite a beautiful moment and quite a iconic moment in Eurovision history. Lovely. Well Lovely. done. Well done, Portugal. Um, on that note, since we've been talking about the winner, ah. I think we should move on to something specific here. Really. <laughs> you know what I'm going to talk about. So yes. on Friday last week, um, after Roland and I had both watched all of the entrants in the semi-finals, we'd seen them perform, we'd seen their staging, we had a good idea of how they were going to look on the big night. Yeah. Roland and I wrote down what we thought the top five would be. We then put them each separately yeah. into an envelope, sealed those envelopes, swapped those envelopes yeah. in order to keep them safe over the weekend. So I have Roland's envelope here, still sealed. I haven't tampered with it. You have not access, had access no, no. to this. And no. unless you can do some sort of Darren Brown shit. No, I can't. I was like, no, no. Oh, neither of us can do magic. You've got mine still sealed. Yeah. I've not had that all weekend. No. So we did this on Friday. Yeah. We're now going to hand these back, open up our envelopes, and we're going to see who was closest so we're doing to a, the actual results. And we're we doing a scoring system, five. right? If we get the correct country in the correct position, yeah. it's three points. Yeah. Correct country in the wrong position, yeah. one point. Yeah, in the top yeah. five. So, so here we go. Open, okay. hear this. I'm just going to... Opening envelopes. We're good at these sound effects, aren't we? Here we go. It's the only thing we are good at. Ooh. Oh god, I forgot. Oh, oh, oh god. Bloody hell. So I've Ooh. got up. I've got up the <laughs> positions. The okay, top five. Too. Okay, so we're gonna so start we from had, the bottom. Yeah. So just to remind everyone of the top five from the evening. I mean, Roland and I have a fiver bet on this. Oh shit, we do. We have a fiver <laughs> on this. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay. so the actual <laughs> final rankings yeah. on the evening was in fifth, fifth place Sweden, mm-hmm. fourth place Belgium, mm-hmm. third Moldova, yeah. second Bulgaria, yep. and first Portugal. Okay? okay. So we're gonna start with fifth place. So in fifth place, Isabel, yeah. I had the country Norway. <laughs> fucking way you thought they were gonna do that well i was i was just resigned to the fact and this is what i said i was resigned to the fact that people would like them and they'd be fooled by their like trendiness and their coolness i know well i just lost faith i lost faith i should never have lost faith i'm sorry i ever lose faith in the eurovision voting public i shouldn't have done who was in your fifth place drum roll please sweden you got <laughs> okay, you got three points already. Okay. Hell yeah, I knew. I knew they'd do well because the song is great and they're Sweden. Yeah. But I, I just knew it wasn't going to be top three. Yeah. I almost put them as fourth and yeah. I was like, no, they're going to be on the cusp. I think I was in Especially a f- after his nervous semi-final performance. I think I was in a funny... I think oh, I, he's making excuses I already. I was in a quite downbeat place with this one. Should we, should we move on? Okay. So in fourth place on the night was Belgium. So I, I'll go first on this okay. one. I had, again, similar to you, I had too much faith in one that I didn't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for fourth place, I put Italy, who came uh, sick. So I was close, but no yeah, scar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About fourth place, though, that's even for what, you know, what was the favourite at the time that we wrote this. Yeah, I knew it wasn't going to win. No, I knew it wasn't going to win either, but I, what was the favourite? For fourth place, and this was my wild card, I put Azerbaijan. <laughs> <laughs> you thought skeletons. I really like skeletons. I thought the horse head would like get people's attention. I thought also I pulled it out in the sweepstakes. So I think I was backing it too much. Oh, I was Jesus. really excited I pulled about Italy it. in the sweepstakes. Oh, That's did. weird, isn't well, it? Yeah. Both of them as yeah, yeah. Um so <sighs> so far, three no. points to Isabel, okay. no points to me. Okay. 
So third place now. And third place was... It was uh, Moldova. Moldova, Sunstroke Project, Hey Mama. So I'm going to be very honest. You cheated. Moldova are... No, I didn't cheat. You had my thing on week. I didn't cheat. (laughs) No, I... Although Moldova was one of my favourite songs in the competition, I had absolutely no faith in it doing as well as it did. Uh, I thought it would get judged as oh it's just silly people oh they're not taking it seriously so we don't like mm. it so i didn't moldova are not in my top five at all well if we're gonna say that i was gonna save it sweden's in not in my top five Fuck i don't hell. know what i was doing well, we've already had sweden so that's fine no i know but i didn't i wasn't gonna say it to leave no a little way. bit of uh, mystery but it's not i no. just i think same thing i was just like uh mm. So what's I, your what's your number three? I put Romania, who ended up coming seventh. So again, Ooh. close, yeah, but not bloody quite. I mean, you don't get any points, but it was another fun song. It was the two sort of really yeah, fun songs. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I, I want to toss up between the two. Actually, I'm quite <laughs> surprised that Moldova did more. I thought Romania, with how ridiculous the yeah. Yodel rap was, was yeah. going to score higher than it did rank higher. Uh, three, I put Italy. Italy. So I get no points from that. No. So far, I'm on no, no points. Nil and you're on three. Roland, nil so nil it comes down Roland. to this, right? Comes down to this. Oh my God, it comes down to these two. Yeah. So in second position was Bulgaria. Yeah. So I, as, me- as mentioned earlier, I still to this day cannot remember Bulgaria's entry so that I didn't put them in. Any, wow. I, don't, I didn't have them in my top five. Oh, okay. Interesting. I had who, no, who I, did you put a second? I put Croatia. Wow. <laughs> interesting. Who ended up coming 13? Yeah. I mean, and as we found out, he was a massive homophobe and we hate him now. Yeah, yeah. What a ballad. We got him off the list as well, didn't we? he got where he deserved. He yeah. should have got deserved lower, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I really thought, I, I very much went with the silly entries yeah, I thought yeah. oh they're going to do really well no they're really weird yeah. definitely people are going to vote for the fat guy duetting with himself in a little yeah. jacket slash tuxedo yeah. no apparently not <laughs> apparently not uh, so I didn't know about the homophobia when I put all this stuff down in number two position from me Isabel did and, you put Bulgaria and, ma- and this might reveal who the winner is I put Portugal <laughs> I was in a weird place. I was in a very negative place here. I put Portugal as my number two. Wow, so you get one point for that. I get one point for that. And so let's move on to number one. I mean, it's kind of all over, but number one for you, Isabel. I mean, I'm I'm fucking smart as shit, aren't I? <laughs> number one was Portugal. And I put number one was Bulgaria. Oh, mate! So for 2017, so Isabel... Like- you get four points, I get two. You win. Yeah, you win a fiver. Fiver well done. to me. Cheers. I was so I was feeling really smug because I thought Israel's not gonna like we were chatting about it and I knew that you hadn't quite put Bulgaria up there and no. I was like when Bulgaria win I'm gonna be so smart <laughs> because we haven't mentioned it once and uh, I even put I a little wrong. heart next to Portugal. Oh, you don't get extra points for that, but that's oh. fine. So I only got I got one and five correct in the right Spot place. Spot on, right place. And Portugal first, Sweden oh. fifth. I came very close with Italy and Romania, as did you with Italy and... What no, did you have? I mean, no, I didn't. I, fucking, no. I didn't do very well at all. I got no. two out of five that got in the top five and they weren't even in the right place. Oh, you're an idiot. I oh, know, I didn't do very well. I am the best <laughs> mystic mega at Eurovision. I am the best at predicting you the future. Very well. I mean, I... Always have been, always will be. Um, I, I can't <laughs> remember the last time I was wrong on a Eurovision winner. Jeez. I never bet on it and I don't know why. And I always know early on who it was. Yes. Last year, I... Well, no, I didn't say Ukraine until the semifinals. Because we... No, until the final, actually, I don't think it yeah. was. Because at first, when we watched her at the semifinals, we, we like, thought, so thought it was a bit mental. Like, yeah. But... Um, you were sold. Year before, Mons from like pre semi final, yeah. I knew that was going to yeah. win. Well, this one you bloody brought up months ago. Oh, because I loved him. Like before, like I've when loved it- him for a long <laughs> time. <laughs> Salvador. Uh, so yeah, we called it. For, we called it a long, long time ago, and we did. I mean, you did very I well. I did. I just lost faith at the end. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have lost faith. I should have trust. If you'd have put them in the other way around, mate, you'd have won that. Oh, no, bloody would have done. And I'd have been gobsmacked and because I, I genuinely cannot remember Bulgaria. No, and I knew, and literally, so I watched it in the semi-final. I just know he looks like a lovely little lesbian. He does look like. Although 
rumor has it well not even rumor you fucking said it in an interview that um this is in a russian with a russian tv broadcaster that i don't know what they were doing there because then they weren't even broadcasting the show but apparently he said um that when i win or if i win i'm going to take the eurovision trophy to uh moscow and i'm going to smash it on the floor are you kidding me no i thought when you said this before you meant as like a uh, fuck you to to Russia and be like, yeah, this is your trophy. I bloody I'm, I love Eurovision. Oh no, but no, I no, thought no. it was a bit misguided because no. you don't smash a Eurovision trophy. No, why does the, everyone? Why does the internet love him so much? Then the internet doesn't love him, do they? They're in love with him. Well, maybe they didn't hear this. Like it was, yeah. It, he it, he did a really shit apology as well. He did one of those. I'm sorry if you were offended. Apologies. Oh fuck you. Mate. Yeah, wow. I didn't want to ruin your night by hammering it home, but I thought you were a little bit underwhelmed by that. You got out else? <sighs> no, I mean, just it was a lovely experience, and um... you're such a wet blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I love... had a lovely day, oh, yes. Thank you all so much. Uh, no, it was good. We'd been building up to it for bloody long enough, so it was like it was quite. I don't know. I woke up that day and I was just like, I'm gonna have like a perfect day. I went to the gym. I had a big lunch. Uh, I had three showers that day. Weird. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I went like I had a morning shower, post gym shower. Then I went to go help set up, and on the walk back, I got a little bit sweaty, so I went and had a third shower. I don't know if I had one shower that day. <laughs> well, I had a shower for you as well, so Thanks. that's fine. Yeah, it was really. It all just went so well. The night went yeah. so well. The Euro dance party afterwards was maybe my favourite thing ever. Um. So I mean, there we go. So to round off the podcast, we have got a bit of a treat at the oh, end for you. Um. I've got a little announcement to make. Uh, yeah. Um, so after six months, almost six months. It's been good. Our very passionate podcasting. I'm very sad to say that Euphoria will be coming off the airwaves. Oh. Roland and I are... We're very tired. We're very, very tired <laughs> from all of this. And we need uh, a holiday. Not together. N- no. Not, no. Sometimes. Se- Next uh, year. Maybe. Portugal. We have done before. Maybe not too often. <laughs> um, but that's, so yeah, I mean, it, it, had to, it had to happen at some point, All good things it? come to an end. Yeah. That's how life yeah, yeah. works, you know? So, um, You've been all right. Unfortunately, we've decided to stop the podcast. <laughs> Until June 15th, when we start Euphoria Series 2! Yay! Yay! Obviously, we're not going off. We can't stop talking about Eurovision. There's too much to talk about still. There's so many good stories oh we've God. not covered yet, <laughs> and I'm so desperate to tell them. We just need a little break. Yeah. Post Eurovision, we thought this is the time to do it. Take a few weeks off. We're going to spend these few weeks making Euphoria bigger, better, more amazing for you, the listeners. Yeah. We want you to still keep in touch with us. You can email us at euphoriapodcast at gmail.com or tweet us. We'll still be online. We'll still be talking about yep. Eurovision on Twitter yeah. forever, for the foreseeable. Yeah. Which is at Euphoria Cast on Twitter. Please keep talking to us. We will keep responding. Yeah, yeah. And we will be back on June 15th with Series 2. We are hoping in with this time we can probably rope in some B- D list. C D C or D list <laughs> Eurovision celebrities. Yeah. So if you do know any C or D list Eurovision or celebrities. If you are one. Or if you are one and you're listening and you've just Slavka. not spoken to us yet. Oh. Slavka's A-list. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He's a bit too high for us at the moment. <laughs> but maybe for Pride, he can come maybe, over and yeah, do it yeah. then. Um, let us know. Get in touch. Like, pick, ping us a message. We yeah. would, anyone, love to have some, some guests on the anyone. show. We'll have Literally anyone. anyone at all who knows about Eurovision. No, we, we yeah, we want to make sure this is the best podcast it can be. Yep. So we're going to take a few weeks off put some extra work into it maybe change a few bits and pieces around come back bigger better than ever i gotta write some songs you've got to write like a hundred songs because <laughs> i ain't writing shit uh but yeah it'll be back to normal program i know the last three weeks yeah. have been um, yeah, specials off- yeah but three weeks out of uh 50 or uh, 48 in a year um it's Eurovision that makes sense but we're yeah. gonna go back to storytelling songwriting exactly letter reading more of Roland's nonsense news telling I mean I don't know what news there'll be we want August, less news there might be some Slavko might be up to something occasionally there's some news Slavko report we'll just do Slavko report just oh, <laughs> lovely there'll be more from the Reverend yeah 
there it's the only way I communicate with my father so it has to be <laughs> um, there'll be more from Strawberry Parfait hopefully yeah. I've heard from them recently yeah, yeah, yeah. there'll be more from Lynn popping off in Finland yeah. there'll be more from Daniela yeah. constantly tired that poor girl Chance. she needs a rest Chance, Chance the rapper from Brooklyn always in touch uh, who else the two doctors oh my god the doctor from Down Steve, Under doctor from Down Under Reggie yeah. other doctor who I've forgotten PhD from Nebraska let's say yeah. so <laughs> there'll be all all the big names all the big names <laughs> all the big names we'll get benji back yeah. at some point yeah, yeah for sure can't keep him away no no loves no. it so do just take this four weeks for yourself as well you guys have a little rest from us have a little sleep <laughs> and yeah. if you haven't caught up with the show there's like there's hours and hours and hours and oh, yeah. hours almost uh full days worth uh, non-stop listening to us content that you can listen to hell yeah so uh please do go back and, and if you've run out of our content if you have been a fan from the start or you've just binged your way through and have run out of things uh let's recommend some podcasts roland uh check out my vlog no don't. no don't it's really <laughs> shit don't do that um i would recommend listening to the podcast the format of which we sort of replicated with this one of my favorite podcasts the dollop if you don't listen oh, to the dollop yeah, yeah it's two amazing american comedians called dave anthony and gareth reynolds who yeah got the biggest crush on yeah that's the only um, reason you're doing this podcast right to meet gareth yeah yeah, yeah of course. that's it my yeah. love of eurovision that's and fine. to meet gareth <laughs> to meet yonola and gareth i do this for men i do this for boys i just want to meet boys specific you're boys like, oh, you're <laughs> like the it. worst guys who learn how to play guitar except this <sighs> podcasting yeah exactly <laughs> that's fine <laughs> but yeah that doesn't that stereotype doesn't exist for women in podcasting yet so no it will soon enough <laughs> not yet though so i can get away with this for a while longer um i would recommend <laughs> the moving on the uh the adam buxton podcast oh dr buckles dr buckles he's uh he's a great interviewer actually really he's good interviewer a very human and he's one of the i would say he's one of the forefathers of podcasting he is he's him and joe cornish years. yeah decade ago they yeah. started yeah he's that's a great podcast listen to that only for the four weeks that we're off and then you can stop listening to no all no those. no don't listen to any of them whilst we're <laughs> still podcasting just us so for four weeks <laughs> listen to them then back to us yeah. okay yeah, yeah, yeah don't yeah. like cheats don't like cheating <laughs> just i want you commitment. to be loyal fully committed to me <laughs> i do have relationship issues <laughs> or none right now because no Thanks for having <laughs> that in, Roland. I'm in the same boat. We can only <sighs> laugh, otherwise you cry. I did think maybe I should have mentioned that on the night on Saturday what, when I was being single? very vocal. Uh, no, I think people didn't care because they were trying it on regardless of knowing if I was yeah, single or not. Yeah. That's the power of like wearing a cute dress and having a microphone. It's Loads true. of people flirt with you afterwards. Yeah. It's great. Um, no, I did think maybe I should mention because I was being so vocally awful about Australia throughout the evening <laughs> that maybe I should have said, I have recently been dumped by an Australian guy. <laughs> There's it a reason does, It does this. justify it. But, it does, um, doesn't it? Yeah, no. I think everyone hates Australia anyway. So uh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Not you, Reggie. Never no, you. No, we love you. You're special Never though. Never you. You're different. So we're going to end this in a nice little family way. I feel like we're a little family here, us and our listeners. And we're going to end this in a very family way to sign off for oh, I forgot, a yeah. month. Yeah, you forgot. Um, it's uh, the Reverend and yourself had a little conversation, didn't you? Yeah, it's my pops um, and my mama came over a few weeks ago from Canada. Unfortunately, it was while Roland was away with works, so we couldn't get dad actually on the podcast. Mm. So I just sat down with him mm. and had a little, um, well, we, we opened a bottle of white sat on my sofa mm. just chatting about Eurovision guys Aww, just like sounds just lovely had a, had a little chit chat <laughs> so we're going to play that for you now so yeah. you can listen to the Ro- the Reverend's actual voice I almost said the Roland the <laughs> no, Roland's the actual Roland. voice the Roland's the right Reverend, here. Reverend Roland you should be Reverend <laughs> oh, it's too much work I'm not going to do it um, we're going to listen to the Reverend yeah. Eurovision so that's it we're going to sign off thank yeah. you all for listening and yeah, please do come back so much, it's guys. been amazing uh, six months and we'll be back in a month keep in touch we will be back in four weeks time we love you dearly don't yeah. forget about us and before we sign off Isabel before we listen to you and your father yeah. let's do it for one last time before <laughs> our break the usual catchphrase that is Isabel when will I see you again? Oh, mate. I mean... Tomorrow. I mean, literally tomorrow because we work in the same <laughs> office. But... but I, I mean, 
Yeah, no, tomorrow. I mean, tomorrow. okay. Like tomorrow. And probably we'll text tonight. Yeah, okay. Maybe. And then. I might send you a picture of the cat. Uh, okay. And then probably the day after that, <laughs> okay. I see you. When will we do a podcast again? <laughs> Four weeks' time! Hey. June 15th. Thank you all for listening, and here's a lovely interview with the Reverend. Bye! So today I am joined, unfortunately not live on the podcast with Roland, but sat on my sofa in my bedroom with a glass of wine by the wonderful, the Reverend, who's come over from Canada, not just for this, have you? <laughs> not just for this. Not just for this, unfortunately. Let's, Hello. Let's see you did, though. Hey, it's nice to, Hello. Nice to have you Cheers. here. <laughs> um, so because you couldn't be on the podcast live, me and Roland decided that I would record a little little mini interview with you okay to ask you some questions about Eurovision because mm. uh, we've got to give the fans what they want um and clearly they want to hear from the reverend I mean even if they don't I do and Roland does well He's I'm not sure I'm, I'm very disappointed I'm very disappointed in I Roland know, I told him deeply disappointed He's to the point where actually I'm beginning to question whether or not Roland actually exists <laughs> i'm beginning to doubt can, his existence i can tell you unfortunately he does he's, <laughs> he's definitely very real <laughs> very real um okay so let's start off with what is your earliest memory of eurovision gee um must be i i, I can i can vaguely remember sandy shaw Sandy Shaw, puppet on a string. string. Yes, yeah. I can remember that. That's that's and that's the first, like earliest that's Eurovision. That's the earliest Eurovision I can remember. And is that when you started to love Eurovision? No, no. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> understandable. I mean, if I'd have seen that, that was my first experience. That wouldn't no, have been no, mine. No, no, Eurovision back then was was really crummy at times. <laughs> <laughs> when did you start actually watching it like regularly? Um, I suppose I think I think we we were used to watch it. At home, I seem to have vague memories of watching it at home when I was a kid. So in the sixties and seventies, into the early seventies, I can. Yeah, we used to watch. I don't think we took it too seriously, but we. But used grandma to watch, and Granddad have it on. Uh, I'm not sure they wanted to have it on, <laughs> but I suspect <laughs> there's only like two channels to choose from. <laughs> yeah, it was either that or ITV, and and really there probably wasn't anything good on ITV. <laughs> I'd much rather watch Eurovision than most things, to be honest. <laughs> if it was on every day, I'd watch it every day. The only thing that I'd miss out on is the excitement of it. Yeah. Maybe twice a year would be best. Uh, well, <laughs> you might you might Probably think that. <laughs> um, and so some of my earliest Eurovision memories are um, when we went to Butlins. Yes. And the power went out. Yes, and I was groping around in the dark trying to find a coin to put into the emitter... <laughs> Uh, to get the power back on with you, go get it on. This is just about that. They're voting now. <laughs> how how old? I must have been about eight. Um, let me think about that. That would be be be. Um, probably that would have been about nine, nineteen ninety five, ninety six. Maybe about ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, about, yeah. About eight, nine years old. Yeah. I mean, I was passionate even back then. I'm yeah. pretty sure that was. Maybe Gina G year, which Wouldn't. is potentially why I was so excited because Wouldn't that was know. a banging track, uh, still one of the greatest. Yeah, um, who are uh, just a little bit? That is the one. Correct. Oh wow! Well done. Yes, of course, fantastic song. Um, and also, obviously, Eurovision parties. Like yes, people coming over or us going other places. Yep. Yes. And all the grups, all the grown-ups, just getting drunk and shouting at the TV a lot. Yeah, that's why I can't remember much about Eurovision, to be <laughs> honest. Because once you've had a drink or two, you don't remember much. And, of course, if it's Eurovision, you need to have a drink or two. Um, but, yeah, going up to uh, um, Father Gills, going up to their yeah. house for a big Eurovision party. and just... Is that where the Eurovision party started? I or don't did you guys think... have them before then? No, I, I don't think we did any before then. I, I don't think so. I can't remember that we did, but as I say, alcohol was involved, so. <laughs> Love it. And as you've mentioned on uh, one of your previous letters to the podcast, not big in Canada. <laughs> Canadians not so into Eurovision. No, no, I've not found any real reference to it at all. Um, nobody's really interested. 
Um, I don't know why that is. Because there's, pl- there's other countries around the world that don't do it but love it. Like, obviously, the reason Australia have been invited to join in yeah. is because they are Eurovision mad. Millions of people every year watch Eurovision over in Australia. So it's very funny that Canada, you'd have thought that they'd been closer to the Eurovision remit. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I think they used to, or a TV channel used to show it, I mean, part of the problem is, of course, if you're showing it live and you're eight hours behind, it's not necessarily a good mm. time. Middle of the day, I don't know. Um, I'd have a middle of the day Eurovision party. Great for that. Yeah. Death work for that. Yeah. Not that we need to, but... No, that, so there's not very much notice taken of it, even amongst expats, really. Um, I think possibly because most of the expats that I know in Canada have been in Canada so long they, they've sort of become very naturalised. <laughs> very Canadian. Yes. Are you becoming very Canadian? Probably, yes, yeah. In the way I drive and all sorts of stuff. I'm being saying awesome all the time. That's that's a real sign of if someone keeps saying something's awesome, that means they're probably from Canada. You know, you, you go into a restaurant and your waitress takes your order and she goes, oh, yeah, that's awesome, awesome. <laughs> OK, fine. Um, what is, if any, what is your favourite Eurovision memory? Do you have one, a favourite Eurovision moment? Um, two things spring to mind, probably. The two things that are most memorable, let's get the the obvious one out of the way to begin with, which is that the river dance moment. That oh, was. yeah, do you remember that? Yeah, then? oh, hell yeah. Hell, yeah. Did you still that when it was on live? You watched uh, that. I'm pretty sure, yeah. And just that sense of jaw jaw dropping. My goodness me, this is far better than anything we've seen tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there was that, and I think the other thing is goes back to the early seventies, ABBA. I mean, and that of watching ABBA and you saw ABBA era Eurovision. Yeah, and you have to remember that back then. You didn't know what was going to happen. You didn't have anything like sort of, uh, you know, obviously you didn't have the internet. You didn't have any awareness of what any other country was going to do. No, you couldn't you, listen to the songs beforehand. No, all you knew was it was the UK entry and that was it. And I can remember you watching and ABBA came on and suddenly it was obvious in an instant that everything, that they were going to blow everyone away. There, there was no question. Yeah, as soon as they finished, it was everyone else might as well just go home now. Oh God, yeah, um, I and it was just that, that we're really spoilt now. Jaw dropping moment, and I mean, it's so much so that I had to actually look up and see who the UK entry was that year because you completely forgot it. Yeah, do you know who the UK entry was in the year that ABBA won? I feel like we've definitely discussed it on the podcast, but off the top of my head, no. Okay, it was. Olivia Newton-John. Oh, no, yes, I did know that, yeah. Olivia Neutron-Bomb. And, oh, you know, yeah. a few years yeah, later... This is, this is why, in fact, we've discussed this on one of the episodes of the podcast because there was something else big that happened yeah. that year and we were talking about how, unfortunately for everyone, like, there were some good songs that year, but they've all... Not only did they not, obviously not win, but they've all been completely forgotten about yeah. because... How are you going to be remembered when Waterloo is the song you're competing next exactly. to? One of the greatest pop songs of all time. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, of course, she went on a few years later. She stars in Greece. She's a megastar. And she got blown out of the water by ABBA. I mean, it's and a fair to, enough... to the point where, as I say, I could, I had to look that up. I could not <laughs> even remember that. I that's the, didn't even know anything. So, I mean, if you're going to lose, lose to the best. Yeah. Lose, to the, lose to one of the biggest bands in the world. Yeah. So one of the things that me and Roland have talked about, and we have with a couple of other Eurovision fans as well, uh, mates of ours, is the fact that um, the UK, over recent years, our entries have either been selected by someone, so completely out of the public's hands, mm-hmm. or there has been one night of entries. So like this year, Eurovision, you decide. There were six acts with different songs, um, and we had to choose one of those acts on that one night. Whereas you compare that to, say, Sweden. Now, Sweden is obviously a big... That's They are a whole other kettle of fish. But they have their best pop stars, their best writers, best producers working on the best songs, put them all forward, and there are weeks of voting and choosing who it's going to be. What we've been talking about recently is 
we need to be taking this more seriously as well the music industry should take this more seriously yep. in the UK so that we do get good writers we do get good music producers getting on board saying well actually let's not write a crummy pop song for Eurovision I'm going to write a slamming pop song and I take Eurovision seriously enough that I'm going to give this to a great artist who could sing this at Eurovision the same way the Swedes do hmm. it's their biggest pop stars that enter I tell you one, one idea I had just recently and I, I don't know if it would work or not but I think maybe as a part we'll of, take it to the BBC don't we'll worry. take it up to the <laughs> what they should do for the build up for this is actually they should have four separate comp- competitions one for England one for Wales one for Scotland one for Northern Ireland yeah. So that you have each country that's part of the UK doing its own competition and maybe putting forward from those four air, four countries two entries that reach the top in their countries. And then you have one great competition at the end between eight, eight songs. Um, that So it would represent... The winner will then represent UK, but it will have come from within the music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I would say... Let's have different music genres. You know, I think it would be incredible. Oh, yeah, all of the entries this year for You Decide were all exactly the same. Yeah. They were practically the same you know, song. Let's, let's, have, let's have a couple of, you know, let's have a maybe a song from Scotland that maybe it's, it's a, I don't know, a Scottish Hebrides singer who's yeah. writing and, and singing in her own language, yeah. singing in Gaelic. So, obviously, nowadays we have the wonderful Graham Norton who has taken the reins... Um, on the UK for the UK and for the BBC in yep. terms of the commentary, but as we all still miss him dearly, the wonderful Terry Rogan used to do it beforehand. Yes, I know that you and Mum, big Terry fans, not just <laughs> with Eurovision. Uh, pretty much every morning you'd listen yep. to him on the radio. Um, was that um, was that a bit? Actually, who who presented before Terry? Was there a life before Terry? <laughs> I really. <laughs> I presume that before Terry Wogan, seeing as he's the most famous one in terms of making it sassy and funny and understanding what it is, that before then the presenting must have been rather dry. Probably. I, ca- I can't remember. Cannot remember um, what life before Terry. No. <laughs> there was no life before no, Terry. No, no, no. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, dear, dear old Terry. I particularly remember, of course, his wonderful uh, derogatory comments about... Um, Doctor Death and the Tooth Fairy. That was the funniest one. <laughs> yeah, that really upset people. That he he nearly got banned after oh, yeah. that. They yeah. they everyone was very upset with him. Um, but it was just hilariously funny because it was true. <laughs> I remember watching the, epi- the 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 year when he when he it was his last year because there was no talk of it beforehand. There was no he hadn't said, "Oh, this is going to be my last year at Eurovision." Yeah. And then, as everyone is watching Eurovision, and you suddenly you just heard this little snippet of him talking, saying, "Oh God, it's always just so political, and it's always this, and it's always the same," which is why this is going to be my last year. I remember just the shock on everyone's mm. faces because it. Just just seemed to be such a throwaway comment but that was that was yeah. it he was done that yeah he was like this is me i'm done with this now i like didn't make a fuss about it beforehand i think but he grew ve- he clearly had grown tired of yeah it. i mean i i remember uh, probably a year or two maybe before that there are some of his comments that he was making and it, not just on eurovision night but on the radio in the time leading up to it you you sense that he was beginning to get tired with the the political shenanigans that were going on and you know because it was always the same old thing and you think yeah there are only you can laugh at this for a while but after a while you sort of think because I mean I I can remember there have been there were plenty of UK entries that were perfectly good really good and didn't go anywhere because of all the Mm. um because of all the, the the block voting that going Mm. on and you know all the Nordic countries would vote for themselves and um you know, so and all the uh, Balkan countries would vote for them for their own entries and so on. And who did the UK have? Well, we didn't really have anyone, but partly because we've pissed everybody off over the years. Um, that it's even, fair enough. Yeah, you know, even our local, local most local um, neighbours, France, they're never going to vote for us. No, <laughs> neither are the Irish. No, exactly. We've so. been really, really, really quite bad to our neighbours so for who, quite a long time. Who have we got to support us? Malta, perhaps. Oh, they quite like us, I yeah, think. Malta yeah, Malta would. They do. Um, there was another one that me and... I can't remember who it was now. Me and Roland worked out um, that... Give us Someone gave us last year, someone gave us 12 points, and I can't remember who that was. It was a really um, teeny country. I mean, the other country that's probably going to be quite nice to us because they've always been our allies is Portugal. But, of course, 
Portugal, famously, have never won Eurovision, so what do they care? Oh, yeah, the poor Portuguese. I'm I'm really astonished at the Portuguese. They've gone on for so long. They've (laughs) been involved so many times. And I think what's their highest position is... I'm not even sure they've ever come third. They've certainly never won it. I I don't know what their highest position is. Um, And yet every year they still take part. It's a triumph of... Hope over experience. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, okay, I think I think we're good. Thank you so much for for joining us today. I will obviously pass on your harsh words Thank to Roland. You. Yes, and at some point we will get you in the same room together. Okay, and I wish I could say that I will be listening avidly. Um, when Eurovision is happening, but I probably won't be. Okay, well, I'll give you text updates. (laughs) I'll I'll let you know what's going on. Oh, thank you so much. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) thanks.